What is up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Bleacher Boys. The season is around the corner. I'm I'm actually getting really, really excited. Um, I'm kind of over this whole spring training period. Um, how are you doing, Isaac? And uh, how are we doing, Isaac? <laughs> how are we doing, Isaac? Uh, Isaac is good. And how are we doing, Isaac? He's pretty good. Um, pretty good. I just excited, just like huh? you, I'm starting to get the the baseball energy back, and you know. Over football season, basketball season, I'm like, oh, wow, I, I love these sports. But I don't, like, realize how much I actually like baseball until baseball season starts rolling around again and the anticipation of the season comes up. Um, man, I, I'm, I'm really excited for uh, for April 7th, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, uh, little fact, uh, I'm going to Fenway for the home opener on April 15th with a, a club here in Albany. Uh, Asbo, Yo. shout out all my boys in Asbo. Kevin Rooney, Asbo, if you're listening. way to hook it up. Let's go. Oh, Kevin, um, dude, I think he's commented a couple times. Thanks, thanks, dude. Yeah, 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 Appreciate yeah. It. So Appreciate he's the support. he's actually um, he's gonna be president of Asbo next year, um, and they do like an annual trip to a, a stadium. And a little little funny anecdote here, guys. Stay with me. Uh, the tickets were originally April fifteenth was for just a random game against Minnesota, and then the season got pushed back, so that became the Minnesota. Home yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to see Gio and Gary. So now this Dude. is actually the Fenway home opener. So the That's tickets now. Hype. Yeah, yeah. The tickets are now like a hundred bucks each. So and we got them for like twenty bucks. So pretty hype. Damn. Say say hi to Gary for me, please, and uh, Gio. I will. Um, I think he looks cute in a beard. And and Correa too. He's my boy out there too. He's he'll be Manny shortstop. Um, I'm just kidding. If you guys clicked off this video just because I said that, please come back. Um. Anyway, today is our annual over-under episode. I'm sure no Yankee podcast have ever done that before. Um, this is our original idea. Uh, we're going we're gonna to name a couple of over-unders. We set our own lines. Uh, me and Isaac will have a great conversation talking about all of this. Um, and hopefully at the end of the year, we'll come back to this and see how stupid we were or how genius we were. So hope you guys enjoy this and let's get right into it. Unless um, you have anything else to say about I do now. Let's news let's jump right into it. All right, let's jump into it. First one we have right here: twelve and a half different starting pitchers used for the New York Yankees in twenty twenty two. Are you going to take the over or under? Um. So here's the and thing: in the in in some of these notes, I see that they used fifteen in twenty twenty one, and one thing you have to think about is like injuries, which is a big factor into it. And for the mm-hmm. most part, I actually have a lot of confidence in the starting rotation. Um, I think that it's actually yeah. going to turn out well. I love how you have the mix of the righties. You have the dominant Garrett Cole, obviously, and then you have the mix of Monty and Nestor. And who knows about Seve, but if Seve is anything like he was um, you know, in 2018, then we should be set. So I'm actually going to take the under on this one. Um, okay, and give me one this second. Is, this is wishful thinking, by the way. So, Yeah. But I'm, just, we, I'm just looking at the roster right now and seeing who is capable of starting a game. Because last mm-hmm. year, if I can pull out, if you want to blabble for like 15 seconds. Yeah, well, I, I, I just up. wanted to talk. I just want to talk quickly about um, Manny. Manny, uh, what was his name again? Benuelos. Benuelos. So he actually really impressed me. This is uh, April, uh, March 31st, and he pitched yesterday. And his stuff looked fantastic. So like I'd be all for giving him a shot. Um, you know, he has a long history of being in the Yankees organization. Um, and he played in Mexico and uh, China, I think, or somewhere else. And he's just coming China, back now. Yeah. So I'd be all for giving him an opportunity, which which adds to the list. But he's also another uh, interesting look. 
I got my little tidbit out right here. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna name you the starting pit the the pitchers that started a game last year. Obviously, mm-hmm. you have Cole, Monty, Tyone, Herman, Kluber, and Cortez Jr. That they got the chunk of it. And then you have Heel for six, King for six, Heaney had five starts, Davey had two, your favorite Nick Nelson had two, Lucas Lickie got a start, Wandy Peralta got a start, Clark got a start, and Asher Wojciechowski got a start. So that was your 15 from last year. Um, and if you look at the roster this year, I don't know if I think they're like kind of done with the opener stuff too. I don't know what you think, but I was just gonna talk about doing... that. Yeah, like if if they do the opener, if they do the opener bullshit, then this number is definitely the over. But I kind of think they just want a core of a uh, six or five to seven pitchers who they you know they roll out every you know every couple weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't want them yeah, to do the I opener mean, again. I don't think that's good. I'm looking at this. We all we have Cole Cole Nestor. Davey, uh, Heel's probably going to get a start. That's four. You have, um, what's his name? Monty, Tyone, that's seven, eight. Um, Sevi, that's nine. Um, and I think some in-season acquisitions, maybe, maybe two, count for two in-season starters that we pick up. Um, and then one or two. I'm actually going to take the over. Sign me up for the over. I think, what's, what are, what's our line set at? 11 and a half? Um, Isaac's a little frozen, but oh, we have the we have the got you numbers. You got me. Uh, twelve point five. Yeah, I, yeah, I got twelve you now. and a half. I think I'm taking the over on this. So you're taking the under. I'm going under over. That is correct. Do, so do I, you yeah. mind just writing that down in the doc? I will oh, actually. I don't want to forget this. Um, while Isaac writes that down, I'm gonna go to the next one. Two and a half over under two and a half players with double digit stolen bases. Um, so last year Wade had seventeen, Glaber had fourteen. That was the two. Um, usually we can count on Guardy for ten, but sadly he is not here. Um, we also did acquire IKF, who stole like twenty bases last year, if I'm not mistaken. So two and a half over under two and a half players with double digit. What are you going with? So interesting thing that I've been. Um looking at here is uh, the fact that the Yankees actually been doing a lot more running this spring than I've ever seen them do. Um, yeah. They did a hit and run with Hicks, with IKF. Uh, I saw Glaber try. Um, so, and and remember, Tilo is going to be healthy this year, and you don't know what kind of role he plays. I think he can go get you 10 bags, if even if he plays only like 50 games, maybe, maybe less, you know? Um, so, again, I'm going to go with the over here because I think you have... Glaber, IKF, Tilo, and maybe you get someone else in the mix. Um, maybe who I'm trying. I'm trying to think of another another guy that could maybe maybe be sneaky. Maybe Hicks. Maybe Hicks if he stays healthy. Uh, mm-hmm. He was talking a lot about being a 30-30 guy, which frankly is ridiculous, uh, considering his last couple seasons. But you know he can get you ten if he stays healthy all year. So I'm gonna take the over on this one. Yeah, I agree. I'm I'm also going with the over. IKF easily gets the over. Um, I'm counting on Hicks to get ten too. Um, I do like how he said in this R two C two episode that he's really focusing on all aspects of his game, including base running. So I'm hoping he gets he. I think he can easily get the ten. Um, yeah, Glaber. I'm actually a little unsure of, but um, just because he's aggressive and he's been running a lot this spring, I think he gets the ten again. Um, and I mean, it's that's 10. three right there, and Tilo couldn't. I don't know if Tilo gets enough games to get to 10, but if he's our fourth outfielder for a full season, easily. So 
I'm easily going with the over here as well. Got it. Uh, next up, we got 25 and a half games uh, played at shortstop for Glaber Torres. Now, I think the mm. I set the line a little too high. I want to bump that down a little bit and come down. What do you think? I think like what's your 20 number, and a half games. What do you think about twenty and a half? Guys, we're making this up as we go along. You know, this is how this yeah. is how Bleacher Boys Media does it. We this we just roll with I think the punches. Twenty five and a half. I think we both take the under there, and it's not even a conversation. Because yeah. I was calculating with like one game a week at Troy for Glaber, which now I think about it seems a little high. So I think I want to set it to like twenty and a half. If Glaber's playing one game a week at shortstop, the off season was a failure. Like gonna be straight up. Unless there's like a big injury, which is this is still the issue about not actually uh, of getting rid of Tyler Wade and not getting an established shortstop is that if IKF gets injured, God forbid, knock on wood, who the hell is playing shortstop? And don't tell me Glaber Torres because he is like the numbers say he is not that good at shortstop. So um, that is a real concern. Boone did, Boone was asked that question a couple days ago, and he said Glaber was, said the, backup was the backup shortstop. I know. Yeah, I and I think maybe Marwin can get some run there, but he's also terrible defensively there, and he hasn't played yeah. there consistently since 2017 or something. And and or Peraza, Peraza is also on a, you know, he has a chance to do that too. I think he comes up second half of the year, maybe even Os- Oswald Cabrera or whatever his name is. Um, Cabrera looked really good, and he hit that grand slam Monday in spring training. Um. Uh, 20 and a half games, though, I could see it happening, but I'm going to go under. Kind of wishful yeah. thinking. I don't want to see Glaber at short that many games. Yeah, me too. Okay, so we'll both take the next up. That. Yeah, Isaac, both. You got to write that, please. Thank you. Um, five and a half players with OPS plus of 100 or more. Now, this is a huge issue last year. Um, it was kind of the talk of the offseason, the start of the offseason where we're talking about how we only have two players that were over 100 in OPS plus, which means we only have two above average hitters in our lineup. Um, and now with the acquisitions we've made, um, and obviously having Gallo and Rizzo for a full year should help that. So I set the line at five and a half, over or under. You want to take you want to take this one first? I could take this one first. Um, so I see Judge and Stan um, getting over 100 easily. Um, Judge always hovers around 150, Stan around 140, 135. Those two are locks in my in my mind. Um, I also have uh, Donaldson as a lock. If he's healthy, uh, he's not. Even if he isn't healthy, he's over 100. But he hasn't in his career. He hasn't had a OPS plus under 100 in forever since his Oakland Athletics days. So I have those three. Um, I think one of DJ or Glaber bounces back to over 100. That that puts me at four. Um, Gallo over over a hundred plus. That's easy. Mm. He had he he was he was way over with the Rangers. He dipped well, below. What was his number with the Rangers? He was he was like one twenty five, one thirty ish. He came over to the Yankees and had like a ninety ninety four ish. So I think he averages out to the mean, gets to five. Um, and then the sixth one is kind of this is a good line I set for myself here. Um. I can see I can see Hicks. I said one of Glaber or DJ. Um, did I say Rizzo? If I didn't say Rizzo, if I didn't say Rizzo, that's you the did not player. say Rizzo. You did okay, not so that's Rizzo. six right there, and then Hicks or Hicks or one of DJ or Glaber again. If they both hit it, gets me some buffer. I think I'm taking the over. Again, okay. wishful thinking, but yeah. 
Um, I, I partially agree with you. I think there's a lot of guys in that lineup that, that has the potential to do that. Like, for sure. Like, if we're talking Tampa Bay Rays, I'm saying no. Like, or, you know, like, there's so many, uh, for lack of a better word, big boppers that, like, I feel like I'm almost, like, have to take the over here. So, because I, I agree with all your picks, kind of. I, I agree that between DJ and Glaber, one of those two will, will hit the over on that one. Um... And obviously, you got your Stanton, Judge, and Gallo, who you just mentioned. So I, I think that's a pretty good handful of guys. And I expect Rizzo to kind of be at that same level, too. So I'm going to take the over as well, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Rizzo so. and Donaldson, they're back of the baseball card tells you. They haven't, they really haven't had any season below 100 um, since forever, since they were regulars. So. But the, at the end of the day, this, of this comes down to like, can Glaber and DJ bounce back? You know, and can yeah. can mm-hmm. Gallo finally prove himself in the Bronx? Because you know he's still kind of unproven. Like he's not like a a lock yet. You mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's true. Love to see. Um, the next one we have. This is a fun one for the fans. Gallo, Stanton, and Judge combined for a hundred eight and a half home runs over or under. Um, if you want to divide that by three, get your calculator out. Um, I, think I actually I actually was right on that. I think it's around 33, 34 home runs per each each player. It's 36. Um, it's almost 37. 36, okay. Oh, really? Okay, okay. Um, Gallo, Gallo hit 38 last year, Stanton 37, Judge 39, but you guys have to keep in mind that they all stayed healthy and played a full year. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I think this is an easy one. I'm, I'm taking the under on this. I think easily okay. taking the under on this. Mm-hmm. I just don't see, like – Judge, Gallo, and Stanton all playing full seasons and all have like those three seasons, like what I see on the dock here would be like Gallo thirty eight, like what you wrote, Stanton thirty seven, Judge thirty nine. Those are all incredible seasons. And I just think there's too many And they factors. did it last year too. I understand that, but that was one of the yeah, and that's one of the first times we've seen them all and like Judge and Stanton play a full season together. You know? Mm-hmm. Um so I'm actually gonna I'm actually gonna go the under on this one. Uh, I'm with you. I'm also riding the under on this one. I think I, I, this is not to bash them. Uh, I think they're all going to have great seasons. It's just those are some huge numbers to put up, 39, 37, 38. Um, that means like a couple of them have to hit 40, one around 30 to 35. I mean, it's definitely possible with the power they have, but I wouldn't pr- place a bet on that. So I'm going to go the under as well. Hopefully they prove us wrong, um, mm-hmm. but that's that's a high number. Um Next up, we have 110 and a half games at center field for Aaron Hicks. And a lot of this I considered um, his injury history, obviously. Um, and then they obviously are trying Hicks and left. So 110 and a half games for center field for Hicks. 100. Um, actually, so I think something. You could go. Yeah, go ahead. My instant my instant reaction to this was was no. But that I don't like. I don't know. I feel like this is his comeback year, and this is the story of so many Yankees players. It's like this is his comeback year, and I, I, I unless he's like really shit in the bed, the Yankees love him. Like the Yankees love the getting on base. They love the switch hitting. Um, I know mm-hmm. there's talks about Judge in center field, about maybe even Gallo playing center, but I, I think this is the year that Hicks is gonna establish himself and really like earn that contract because he hasn't really done anything um, since getting that big contract. Uh, you know, in terms of having like a breakout season with the Yankees, 
So I, if he stays away from injury, which, you know, I what from what I've heard from people is that he looks great and that he looks like he's in better shape than he's ever been in his career. So that kind of indicates you'll stay away from injury, but also you never know. I'm gonna take the over on this one though. I think I think he'll get like 130 games and 120 games, something around that. Okay. I mean that's that'll be great for the Yankees. Obviously, we don't have a real backup center fielder. Like the Yankees' philosophy right now to have your right fielder as a backup center fielder and your second baseman as a backup short. That's not how backups work in baseball. Um, and so we really it's Tim LaCastro. Um, but 110 and a half, that'd be mean if I went under. Like that, that's it's kind of no. I mean, for, I mean, if that's what you think, then it's not rooting for anything. I, if that's what your okay. opinion is, and say it, you know. I um the history. I don't think he stays healthy for that long. Okay, under. And I think yeah, bro, that's tough though because I really am rooting for Hicks. Like after I watched the R two C two episode, I was I'm all I'm all aboard the Hicks train, but that's uh, it. Just doesn't seem so. I don't know. If he he can easily do it. It just last few I, years I don't, doesn't tell us. Doesn't is that tell us. easily though? I think he can easily do it. Like if he if he had 120 games in center, I don't think anyone would be shocked. It's like a pleasant surprise. No, no, no. We wouldn't be shocked. I pleasant surprise. I don't know. I'm looking know. at his. I'm looking at his fielding. Let's see. Center field. The last time he played over 100 games was 2018. Um, mm-hmm. And he played 131 in center. He played all his games in center. The last time he played left field, he played 22 games in left and 14 in right in 2017. Um, but again, didn't. Oh my God, dude! Hicksa hasn't stayed. He's played over 100 games twice in his career. Mm-hmm. 2016 and 2018. That's I just not the don't. best. <laughs> no, and his 100, 200, 2016 number. He played. He played 24 games in center, 86 in right, and 25 in left. Why don't I remember Hicks as a right fielder? I don't know. In Minnesota, he played right fielder for us. No, for us. Interesting. He played 86 games in right in 2016. Weird. That's very interesting. Oh, because uh, what's his name? Jacoby was in center. Oh, that's right. So I forget that that we signed Jacoby. Like I totally like that raced that part of the Yankees history out of my memory. That's good. But um, so yeah, I, he's played over 110 and a half games at center once in his career, twice if you include outfield. I just don't see it happening for Hicks, but I'm rooting yeah. for it, and I hope I'm wrong. Next, we have 70 and a half games in the outfield for Stanton, my boy G. He played. Uh, what is that? 26 games in the outfield last year. 2019, he played 13 games in the outfield. Um, five at DH. That 2019 season, he was mostly hurt. 2018, his first year as a Yankee, 72 games in the outfield, 86 at DH. So, 70 and a half, I think, is a fair line. What do you think? This is a tough one. Um, I know the Yankees are not in love with him playing in the outfield, but if you look at the numbers, he was much better player when he was an everyday player like a you know sorry wrong 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 word uh, an everyday starting outfielder um and his numbers you can see i i don't have the numbers offhand but i know that his ops jumped when he started playing in the outfield every day and you know maybe that's something like being more involved and and getting to go out there and play defense kind of locks you in and focuses you in rather than getting one at bat every two innings um so maybe you know uh 
I'm going to take the over. Number. But that that is a that is a good number right at the point where it's like I could see it going either way here. Um just for the sake of hopefulness, I'm going to take the over on this one. Um I want to do some math, hold on. There's 6 months again, to the baseball season. 6 times 4 weeks, so 24 um, 20, 70 divided by 24, 71 divided by 24. So if you look here, wait, wait, when you do some quick math, let me just, let me just talk for a that's sec. That's like so three games in the outfield per week. Okay, keep going. Okay, and that, that's totally fair. If you look at 2018, before the Yankees started getting so injury scared with him, he played 72 games there. Um, mm-hmm. and obviously the 26 games of 2020, if you guys remember, he didn't start playing in the outfield until, until like later July on in the season, yeah. like late July and August. And then... Um, but the thing is that that he was really healthy last year, and you know I know correlation doesn't equal causation, but that is a that is an you know underlying factor that hey he played 108 games at DH 26 and he stayed healthy. So why change that? You know why why change something like that when he put up what is a great you know a great season last year? Yeah, and Boone so. also said that he wants to see Stanton more in the outfield. I think they're getting more comfortable with that idea. And also, the Yankees' best lineup is with Stanton in the outfield. Like, hitting-wise, offensively, it's Stanton in the outfield. That's the best uh, lineup you can put out there. So I think they do it two, three times a week. 70 is a great number again. I'm a genius for th- coming up with that, and I'm g- I'm going to go over as well, though. And then, I'm with you. So the thing about this, though, is that if you have Stanton in the outfield, presumably right field, you have to have Judge in center. Um, and yep. then you push Aaron Hicks out, or you push him push him yep. to the DH, or you can do LeMahieu or Glaber at a DH. There's like so many interesting lineups you can make with this team this year, just because of all the guys at kind of similar positions that they have. Uh, yeah. I think Gallo can play any of the outfield positions. I think Judge could too. Um, and I'm then you have you Hicks, there, dude. Yeah, I think they should they should do Gallo in center more often. I don't know why they don't do it. He's young, athletic. Um, I don't think he's. I don't think he, it, they like his range as much. I think they. You know what I mean. I don't think he's as fast. But to I be honest know. with you, Hicks isn't really but that judge. fast either. No, I'm comparing judge him feels to Judge. Slow. Yeah, I, I know. I, I feel like Gallo over Judge is the move, and and injury scares. And Gallo's only under contract for this year. Judge, hopefully he's extended. So, um, I don't know. I don't know why yeah. they don't do Gallo. All right, let's move on to number eight on the list. Josh Donaldson over or under four war. Um, let me know if the, you don't think you don't think this is a good line. But three point two last year in twenty twenty one, five four in twenty nineteen. Twenty twenty is a lost season, so forget about that. He was hurt in twenty eighteen, four six in twenty seventeen, and then before that, from twenty fourteen to twenty seventeen, he had three straight years of seven plus war, which is just MVP numbers. Um. And four, I think, is doable with his defense. I don't know what you think. Who wants to go first here? I, I can go first. I'm taking the over. Yeah. Well, yeah. The over? I'm taking the over, yeah. Is there um, a Josh Donaldson home run stat line on this anytime? Uh, is no. there? I don't think so. I don't think what, so what do no. you think? Like, What do you think? Because obviously war factors in a lot of things. Defense, a whole, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. But what, what do, you, do you think over under like 30 home runs for Josh Donaldson? I think that's a good – I, I want to start there before I start talking about war. Under. I think he's 25 to 30. Okay. So, yeah, I'm kind of at a similar place with him. Um, I'm going to take the under on this just because okay. he's coming off of an injury and I don't know 
you know, what his production level is going to be. So far in spring, he's looked great, to be honest with you. Um, he mm-hmm. looks intense. He's His swing is really fun to watch. Like, he's a fun player to watch. But I just, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna play it safe here. And I'm going to take the under on this. Mm-hmm. I think it all comes down to how good is he still on defense. Um, mm-hmm. His offensive war, 3.1 last year. Only a 0.1 defensive war. Um, but when he was back in... Toronto and even Atlanta, he put up like one war uh, on de- on just defense alone. So I think it comes yeah, down mean, to how good is he on defense, and we'll, I think we'll, I'm, s- I'm, I'm, we'll see how quick he is because th- there's been a lot of stuff on Yes Network about how quick his feet are and ready position this, ready position that, and we just gotta see how it applies. Like let's like I want to watch him for a month, you know, and see how he yeah. does. But I think I I'm still gonna like, take the under. Mm-hmm. Wait, do you take the under or the over for this? I think I'm going over, but it ju- it's really okay. hard because I think the Yankees might DH him a, uh, a couple times, take it easy with him, um, which will hurt his war because he's not playing defense. But mm-hmm. I'm still going over. I think his offensive numbers will be there, um, especially with them le- leading him off. It takes into ballpark uh, factors, so I think I like the over on that. Okay. Number nine, four and a half ejections for our favorite manager, Aaron Boone. Hmm. Um, the question is, does Boone try to fire up the guys a lot? Like, are we, it, I feel like this relates directly to the Yankees struggling. Like Boone only ever gets an umpire's faces when like Yankees are struggling, try to fire up the squad. Cause Boone's a really chill guy, but you know, the whole, Can I also my, say a really important part of this. Go ahead. Sure. Guardy, Guardy isn't in the clubhouse to fire up the guys. Someone needs to step up. Josh Donaldson. Okay. Um, oh, but that could increase Boone's ejections because Donaldson's going to get into it with an umpire. Boone's going to come have to protect his players. Because he wants to show, like, listen, I'm your oh, manager. I back mm. you too. New player. Like, yeah. you know, Judgy knows. You or guys DJ are my guys. Exactly. Like, they know that Boone's going to come after them. But, you know, Booney has to prove himself to jo- Joshy, you know? The yeah. boys got to, <laughs> you know, they... They gotta get gotta get behind each other. So I, I'm gonna take the over on this one. I think I think Josh Donaldson alone gets over five four ejections, and I think Boone is out there for all of them, and he's getting ejected. And then you have to factor in okay. what's another angry player. <laughs> mm, I feel like DJ? Anthony Rizzo has one or two. DJ gets pissed off. He's quiet, but you call he, a strike that's get, a little low on him, and he'll get mad. He doesn't care. What about Glaber? Over under one. Glaber Zero doesn't and speak half. English Does really he? that well. So what what is he gonna like? What is he gonna yell at the umpire? <laughs> Like he's gonna curse him out in Spanish. Foreign-born players can still get ejected easily. No, I know, but like I don't know. I feel like Glaber's too respectable. Glaber's a little too too cute. Yeah, who's he gets like sad puppy dog Glaber when he when he's mad. Now that we don't have Guardy, like who's getting ejected other than Josh Donaldson? I could see like um, I could see who could I see? I could see Chapman. No, no, he's a reliever though. Who's like a starting pitcher that would get ejected? Nestor, maybe? Starting pitchers are also less likely because Nestor here? Come on. Maybe Nestor, ah, they, they check Nestor because he has sticky stuff on, and then he starts getting pissed and yelling, and then it turns into a whole thing. Wandy? Wandy Peralta? No, Wandy's too nice. <laughs> Wandy's a nice guy, you know? I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, we have? I mean, they're going to have a lot of fuck you this, this season, so hopefully Aaron Hicks comes out. And there it is. I have Aaron Hicks getting ejected a couple times. Fire himself up. Okay, maybe. yeah. And is Boone is Boone there for all of them, or is Boone just oh, gonna let yeah. Hicks? I mean, n- not like Joe Girardi there for them, but he 
he Boone's there for a lot of them. So I, I'm definitely taking the over on this one. This is actually easy for me now that I talk about okay. it. Now that now that I discussed it with you, it definitely the over. Is this is this the lock of lock of the uh the year the draft hundred percent? Yeah. Okay. Lock of the this year. Is Isaac's lock. Century? Um, I'm I'm also going four and a half over because he had six last year. He he had two in the shortened 2020 season, and I know the talk last year was that like he had this like heart surgery or whatever he got, yeah. Um, that people were worried about and he might not get it. He's all like, good now. Get, now he, he can go get mad whatever. again. He's good. He, maybe he showed he was healthy he with the six many... last year. Oh yeah, get the heart pumping, but yeah. nothing will ever come close to the Joe Girardi veins popping in the neck. Like I kind of miss Joe mm-hmm. in that aspect. Like I think Boone's a little soft to be honest with you, but he does still back up his guys. But he's Joe more like, and CC together. Oh my God, CC CC got ejected as a starting pitcher, oh, and he was, he up. would get ejected from the bench. He would be he screaming at the bench, not even on his bench. start. Yeah, game. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, you know. All right, let's move on, Booney. We love you. Um, next we have zero over under. Zero and a half Nestor appearances on Yes promo videos. Easy, so if easy. If you guys don't know what Yes, easy. Pro- easy I know what you're gonna say. Uh, you guys, if you guys know what Yes promo videos, I'm talking about those like they film sometimes in the spring training. I know the iconic one is the is the um the Sandlot reenaction uh, where they had like the McCann Ellsbury all do that. Um, or you have the one with Gardner and he's talking about rookies and his judge. They're, they're, they're Matsui's trying yeah, to like yeah. coach Judge or whatever. That 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 was a good one too. The Tanaka, there's great Tanaka on. ones too. I'm also taking the over on Nestor. If you didn't say over, I know you're taking I didn't the say over. over, but um, I'm taking over. Easy, bro. Yeah, he's he's easily one of the most lovable Yankees we have. One of the most uh, marketable character or uh, yeah he, characters yeah. we have on this team, and I think he, yeah, yes would be stupid not to do this. I was just gonna say the same thing, and he has too many things going on. He has the he had the turtle going on, the Bronxy. Um, he has all the little you know moves he does on the mound. He has the stash, which is iconic. Yes, yes, network would be stupid not to have filmed something in spring training with him. So I, I'm taking the over fat over, fat over on this one, and I think yeah. I think a lot of people would agree too. Wait, so is this your lock? Which one? They're one's both your lock? my lock. They can't both be my lock. No, no, no. If you had. No, you have to choose one lock at the end of it. Okay, we'll, we'll do that Do that at the end, though, right? Okay, we'll do it at the end. Yeah, just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Next up, uh, we have Chad Green home runs given up. Now, I didn't make this. I'm just going to say it. Uh, Isaac made this, and it sounds a little mean talking about how many home runs Chad Green's about to give up when um, spring we're just like looking, getting hyped for opening day. But he gave up 14 last year. The number is at 11 and a half. Will Chad Green give up 11.5 or more home runs? Yes. Easy answer. Yes. <laughs> I think I think that's just who he is now. So that, For the past two seasons now, his fastball has just looked flat, and his curveball doesn't like move like it used to. And the increase... I mean, 14 home runs for a reliever, guys. That's a lot. That's not nothing. Like That's like starter numbers of home runs given up. Um, and that, that's a problem. Yeah. And I've been a fan of Chad Green for a while. Like when he was coming up with the Yankees, he's been here forever. Oh, let's go. Isaac's back. Oh, let's go. Hi, Good guys. See you again. Um, I've been right. a fan of Chad What's Green up? for a long time, but it's kind of unacceptable to let up that many home runs. And um, he's missing fastball location a lot last two seasons, so I'm definitely taking the over on this one. Uh, maybe he lets up yeah. 12. I don't think he can do much worse than 14, though. So. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm also taking the over though. Um, <laughs> I still okay. Not not to like like I hate doing this to Chad Green right before the season when he's supposed to like. Don't worry, he's not uh, listening. get the support, but but no, he might be listening. So I, hey, Chad, I'm just saying like I think you can have a great like All Star level season while giving up more than eleven and a half home runs. That's where I'm coming from, Chad. So don't be so mad. Um, I just think that's just who you are at this point in your career. Um, you're just gonna give up home runs, strike out a, strike out a ton of batters, and I think you'll still be that seventh and eighth inning guy that we can rely on. Um, maybe you get b- bumped back to like the sixth, seventh, um, maybe even like the five, six, seven, like the bridge guy. Um, now that we have Holmes, Loisaga, and Chapman back there, so yeah, I think you're just a home run giver upper now. But hey, Chad, don't. Yeah, calm down. Um, I think 11 and a half. I think I can still take the over and count on you to have a great season. So that's where I'm coming from. We're both on the over. Next up, we have Nestor Cortez starts. Um, we just raved about Nestor's character a couple questions ago, and now we have his baseball um, baseball skills here uh, at 19 and a half starts. What, what, do you, what do you think? He had 16 last year. 19 and a half starts. Um, I... I kind of just like that number. I like 19. Um, I think he's definitely going to pitch. Yeah, I think he's definitely going to pitch more because it, if you remember, it took him like a, a little bit to really get in the rotation. Um, he hold started on, off. Yeah. You, okay. If you like the number 19, let's let's set the let's set the line at 18 and a half. Let's change it to 18 and a half. Okay, guys, we're just making this up as we go along. 18 and a half. See this? Okay. 18. So and here, a half. wait. Can I can I explain myself? So so in the beginning of last season. He oh, was damn, first Isaac's just video has been disabled due to internet uh, quality issues. Their video is still recorded. That's terrible. So at the beginning of Should last I just season, pause it until he can fully come back. Yeah, I can't even hear him anymore. Sorry, guys, we're having technical difficulties. I can hear you. This will. Damn it. Oh. He's back. He's back. Can you hear He's me? He's back for a second time, which is huge. Yeah, I was just talking to our fans. No worries. Oh, got you. Okay, so. What I, like I was saying is in the beginning of the year, he was mostly just doing relief uh, appearances for like the first two months. And then they gave him some long relief out of the bullpen. And then they finally started him because he earned that spot because he was so good. Um, and so he only so he got 16 starts after not really starting for two months of the season. So I'm going to actually take the over on 18 plus. I think he's going to be like a certified fifth starter for this team. Um, and I actually love that. I think he's a different look than all the rest of the pitchers, and I think it's like a a great thing to have, you know, a combination of you know, different styles in your rotation. So I'm gonna take the over. I say he gets like around 20 starts, 22 starts, something like that. Okay, I like that. Um, I agree with you. I think it's either like way over, like 25 plus ish, like 25 ish, or like way under. He loses his job early in spring, and um, I'm I'm gonna go under. Um, I love Nestor, and I think he could still be a huge part of this team uh, while under 18.5 starts. I think he gets around 15 is my number um, just because, I don't know, he, he's like so easily movable to the bullpen, and I think the Yankees love uh, Heal, Davey, and Clark, and I also love how they look this spring, by the way. Um, so I think those guys make some starts. I think wishful thinking, I know, still, but I think they pick up a starter or two at the deadline, which is going to hurt this number. Um I think Nestor moves back to that like long relief role where he's still going to be a huge part of this team. So I'm taking the under there. Okay. But I could also again see him at 25-ish starts too. No, no, don't, well. don't, don't, don't say face. I'm, don't say face. Oh, okay, you went okay. With what you went with? 
I'm just gonna. I'm, because I didn't want to be too mean to Nestor, but I okay. I truly believe it's 18, under eighteen and a half. Next, um, this is an interesting one. I think we could have a good conversation about this. Hundred ten and a half starts for the projected opening day rotation. I'm pretty proud of this question. When I thought of it, I, I thought of I I thought of. I was pretty proud of myself about this question. Anyway, last year the Yankees give class opening for day guys. rotation. Was Cole, Tyone, Monty, Kluber, and Herman? They combined for 123 starts. Um, now, 2022 projected opening day rotation: Cole, Sevi, Tyone, Monty, Nestor. Are you taking over or under 110 and a half starts? Uh, over. I think this is easy. I think Cole wow. gets your typical. I think Cole gets your typical 27 to 30 starts, right? Maybe I, less. I counted him for like 32. Okay, th- around thirty. Around thirty. Uh, yeah. Sevi is a complete question, question mark. mark. I have zero idea if Sevi. How will many? Still how be many would you write down for Sevi right now? How many are you penciling? I, like in, I, in I'm for? like actually like scared to say a number because I don't want to jinx it. But like 20, I, 25? I don't see him getting twenty. Like he, I, I just don't know what his arm. I don't know what his arm strength is like. I mean, I've seen that he's been pumping heaters. He's been sitting ninety-seven, which is good. But, you know, you have no idea until you're, you know, you have that added stress of pitching in a real game. You have no yeah. idea what that does to your arm. Uh, I, I would put him at, like, 15 right now. I have no idea. And the Yankees might be babying him, too. Um, I think Tyone has a great season this season. I think I see Tyone getting, like, 25. Uh, um, I think Monty, same story. I think he gets he gets around 30 starts. I think he's a workhorse. Um, and his, um, his that like, That brings uh, you up, like, 75. Yeah, and his motion I think is is pretty good for this too, um, and mm-hmm. then and then like Tyone? I just said I think I think um, Nestor gets like twenty like you know wait sorry 20. what did you say for Tyone? I said Tyone gets around uh, twenty five to thirty so okay yeah I think that he's gets you over one hundred and ten and a half. Yeah, so and then Nestor gets twenty so yeah I, I guess I'm taking the over with this one. Um, and you also have the guys that aren't in the rotation now that are gonna, definitely gonna get starts. So you're taking the well. Over. This is projected opening day rotation. This this doesn't. This is this is the rotation. You're not factoring in any of oh, guys. Oh, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my mistake. I came mm-hmm. up with the question. Um, anyway, <laughs> anyway, I I'm taking the under, bro. Uh, as I think this comes down to wh- the previous question about Nestor. Um, since you took the over on Nestor, I think that's where you're coming from with the 20 starts mm-hmm. for Nestor. I don't see him getting 20 starts. Um, so yeah, I think this is an. I thought this was an easy under for myself. Um, now you're gone again, so I'll just keep talking. You know what? Since my camera is running out of battery, I'm gonna pause it real quick and come back to you guys with a with a blurrier bad Mac camera. I'll be back in a sec. So we were just talking about uh, the projected opening day rotation, how many starts they'll get. I took the under 110 and a half starts because Nestor, I don't think, is getting there, and I think Sevy's question marks. Tyone has question marks. I think Cole and Monty we can count for 60. Everyone else question marks. Isaac took the over. And on to the last one, we have the most important one of all, 94 and a half wins for the New York Yankees. You want me sure. to start? Go for it. Do you want to, like, start with my pessimistic attitude and then end with your oh, positive attitude? Yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah. Okay. No, so, you're not taking the, the under here, are you, buddy? Oh. So here's the thing. Oh, Let me boy. explain. The AL East, the AL East is so competitive in fact, I would call it the most competitive division in the MLB. That I don't, I don't see the Yankees winning the division right now with the way they're 
they're now, built. Before, I'm going to stop you right um, here. Before, they're, don't give too much away of your projections with the ALEs because we do have an episode like that coming out. So just a teaser, you know. Disregard everything no, I no, just don't, said. No, that's a good teaser. Just, just you know, you know, okay. work around it okay. like Judge does. But I, I'm going to take the. I'm going to take the. Yeah, I'm going to take the under. I'm going to go around. I think they're going to get around 90 wins, but I think that the AL East is so competitive that they're going to all beat up on each other a lot. And I think the you know that's still a good record. 90 wins is nothing to you know cry home about if that's a phrase. Um. So I just don't see them getting over that amount, and I don't see them, you know, I don't think they're a better team than some of the other teams in the AL East right now. I I don't like obviously they're going to beat up on the Orioles, or they better. That's my. That's um, my yeah. but with their struggle, with their like mental struggles about playing in Tropicana, and um, and you know going up to Rogers Center with that lineup in that stadium, I just I don't know. And um, so, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to take the under on this, and I have them around 90 right. wins. So um, thank you guys for listening through Isaac's stupid, stupid comments. Um, that's, that's a bad Yankee fan right there. I mean, I don't know what to say. Um, it's not a bad. It's now, realistic. you guys are here in it, for, in it for me. I know you guys are just waiting for me to talk about 94 and a half wins over under. Obviously, it's the over. I don't see in any situation where Yankees get under 94 and a half wins, even 94 wins. I don't see it happening. Last year, the Yankees, that was one of the most painful seasons I've ever watched. We were so fucking bad. It was just miserable to watch. At the end of the year, like, I was obviously sad that they lost the wildcard game. But a part of me was like, uh, there was a relief, like a sigh of relief that that season was over with and we could move on. And that team, guess how many wins they had? 92. Okay? We had 92 wins with that terrible, miserable season. This Yankee team has a different vibe. They have a lot more fuck you to them. They got, they got, they got the, the vibe of the spring training is just different from any other season I've experienced. Obviously, um, there's a different hype around this team just because the there was a lockout and we're so excited to be back. But at the same time, this team, Boone's back on his new contract. He feels comfortable. Judge, he's definitely going to get this oh extension. He's going to lead the team. He might even have a C on his chest by the time the season starts. Um, you got Cole and Donaldson being buddies. You got Higgy's great attitude behind the behind home plate, hitting four spring training home <laughs> runs. He's gonna be an all star. Oh um, my God! And you stop, got Rizzo, a championship it. caliber, stop. championship um, experienced player in the clubhouse. Great clubhouse guy. That's probably the, one of the main reasons why they got him. We don't have stupid Correa in there fucking up the clubhouse. So fuck him. He's on the Twins. We got this Yankees team built to win right now, and there's just no way they're under 20, 94 games. Last year, oh, another tidbit. Baltimore Orioles last year, the Yankees went like, I don't know, 9-9. Nine and nine. They went around 500 against the Orioles last year. That is not happening this year. They're beating up on the Orioles. I know the Blue Jays got better. The Rays got worse, so there's that. And I think the Yankees can beat up on the Red Sox got better. Red Sox got slightly better. Um, last year they were a surprise team. Yeah, and we can't and we can't win at Fenway. Uh, we, we cannot win. We swept them in Fenway. Fenway I was like. there for that Giancarlo Sand and Grant. I understand. And then what happened? That one game. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know. Um, I'm so scared of the JD story, Xander and Devers. It like that. Can, that is also a terrifying lineup. They can mash. I'm not going to deny that. But they have zero pitching. We can hit Evaldi. We've seen that before. Sale and Sale Evaldi. Sale is hurt. He's bigger question mark than Severino right now. Um, they just have no pitching. Pivetta. Oh, yeah, he, he's a postseason hero. That's never going to be the same again. Um, these teams are missing a lot of pitching. The Blue Jays. I'm. I am scared of. I think they. They've gotten a lot better. Um. 
And right now, I don't want to give anything away from my predict- predictions, but it's either the Blue Jays or the Yankees at first place. I think the first you can win first place in this AL East, tight AL East with like 96 to 7 wins. Um, and I think the Yankees are going to be in that range. Um, and 94 and a half is just, come on, that's that's a joke. So, yeah, there's my spiel. Okay. Um, I I think, you know, obviously you provided some, some info there, but I also think you're – this is what happens. You get a little excited because you feel that baseball fever coming. Um, and Cameron Maben in the yes and, booth. You know, I, Come on. I want. They're not. They're not losing more than sixty something games. That is an important factor. I didn't even think about. Um, I, I just think you're a little excited right now, as am I. And guys, don't like get this as like, oh, Yankees suck. Like, first off, Basically. ninety wins is anything to shrug about. You know how many teams would beg for ninety win season? Not the Yankees. Like, come on. Um, I just think that the Yankees are they got older obviously their defense got better and I think that there's too many question marks to write them off as okay they're you know a division leading team like there's too many question marks in their lineup think about how many guys we think if they do this if if Glaber if Glaber hits like he did if Gallo plays like he did on Texas uh if Donaldson stays healthy if Stanton can play 130 games like there's there's too many question marks if Severino it, it can can have more than fifteen starts, ten to fifteen starts, right? There and, and you and, okay. and you've said all these things too. So this is a great debate. I, I don't. This is a great debate. I have confidence in this team. I have confidence in this team, but I don't like see them automatically. They're they're not guaranteed this because there's damn too many question marks, and I really I really think that's a big factor in this. I agree with you that there's way too many question marks, and obviously there's too many ifs. Obviously, that's just fact. Um. And I think Cashman's going to retool this team during the season to a point where we're going to be comfortable going into the summer days, the dog days of summer. But also, I want I think you're magnifying, you're like magnified on the Yankees team and we know we watch, listen, taken so much Yankees content that we're just like so focused on the Yankees right now. But with the other AL East teams, they have so many question marks as well. Like the the bullpen of the Red Sox, they don't have a single lefty they can rely on. Um their back end is just god awful. And I don't even know. With Tanner Houck, he's more of a reliever. He's listed at their number three right now. Pavetta is not their number two, um, who has like a mid-four ERA. And I take Monty over any of the Red Sox pitchers except for Evaldi. Um, and same with that I like. Yeah, Mon- dude, Monty is very underrated, by the way, with that we can agree on. Um, the Tampa Bay Rays, where is their offense coming from? They lost a couple bullpen arms. They lost uh, Joey Wendell. It doesn't matter. I agree. It doesn't matter with the Rays. But they just lost Like, have you so not watched talent. the last four seasons? And I don't know. It doesn't matter. Wander Franco It doesn't and matter. Randy. It that's, literally doesn't that's matter. That's a great core to have. I just don't know. Um... It doesn't matter. The one thing, okay, if I've learned my lesson, it was I hated the race. How are they good? How are they hitting all? How are they doing this? Oh my god, they 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 uh, they just hit, hit you know scored four runs off Cole. Like like how are they doing this? And I've just come to the conclusion that they're just gonna figure it out. I agree. It they're doesn't gonna matter what they out, look like I on paper. Think, think about how many guys that you didn't know going into like two seasons ago that you're now terrified of. Like think and, about how many and guys. The, in the funny race thing are about like the Rays, while when you when you figure out their who's who you should be scared of, they trade them right away, and they're, they're, here come the new wave of guys you don't know about. They're crushing us. Anyway, I just don't think they have it in them this year. Um, obviously, I'm still scared just because their team name is the fucking Tampa Bay Rays. But um, exactly, uh, just I like last year. I like I was scared of the Rays just because they're the Rays, um, and obviously they were good. But I uh, I don't know. I think they're running out of a little juice 
That's me. That's that's where I'm at right now. I'm scared of them because they're called the Rays and they play in Tropicana Field. Yeah. The, the Yankees don't hit in Tropicana. They just don't. And they don't seem to pitch well either. They don't seem to do anything right in Tropicana. And then if we take um, a bi- bigger look at this bigger picture, um, the American League has gotten a little worse, um, in my opinion. The Astros are a little worse. The Angels will always be the Angels. The Mariners are good. Um, the Twins got better. The White Sox we beat up on every year. Um, I think it's up to... White Sox are yeah almost favorites oh, to think, win World Series, though. Like I mean, were last top three, too. I think. In I, the, they just seem like the pod, the hype but team. But now the they Padres. have experience. Okay, I'll give them that. They're, they're a really good team. Um, the Tigers got better. The Twins got better. Still, I think if this is the Yankees-American uh, League to take or lose. Um in my eyes, obviously, Astros, White Sox, do you, better odds. Do you see a Yankees-Mets World Series by any chance in the next couple years with the, hmm. you know? Next couple years, I, I don't see it happening. Like, I just don't trust the Mets at all to do their part. That's where I'm at, but that there is zero question mark about their rotation. Oh, really? Like, DeGrom has a they, question mark. They, they are, Health? Well, because coming off of yeah. injury, but, but like... If healthy, I mean, uh, man, if, that's if that if, no one's if, no one's seeing that, that. There's a lot of ifs with a lot of other okay, teams. I'm okay, okay, yeah, yeah. But I'm mean, so far, Degrom's looked pretty good in spring. I know he only had <laughs> he one performance uh, with Scherzer. No, but I think he had two. That was the second. Yeah, I mean, he's Jacob. DeGrom. Yeah, I mean, Chris Bass. Yeah. Chris Bass is pretty good. Okay, too. who who makes the World Series first, Yankees or Mets? All right, guys. So thanks. I'm for listening. clipping this and sending uh, it to this Tommy. Has Tommy, been this, our is, under over. this is why. Ah, uh, I didn't say anything. Okay, then answer me. Answer I didn't me. Say Who anything. makes the World Series first, the New York Mets or the New York Yankees? All right, guys. You know this is a loaded question because <laughs> no. this is a podcast about the Yankees. No, no. Take everything. Just uh, but if like, you had to put hundred dollars on it, thing, who would you put it? Okay, on? okay, okay, okay. The thing about the Mets is that they always find a way to screw things up, and I love that about their organization. But they do have Lindor, Alonzo. They have ton like, and they have the pitching that they have is filthy. But again, their bullpen kind of shit. So it's just a lot of there's a lot of factors. But I'm gonna go with the Yankees just because I think the Mets will find a way to find a way to ruin it. But man, I wouldn't be too surprised if Mets are in World Series next two years. With the with the guys that they got this offseason and last season, and there's no way Lindor plays as bad as he did last year. I think he's settled in now. Okay, so I think Lindor is a star. You, Pete's is a that star. your shortstop for fantasy this year? I Nemo's just want to know who your shortstop is. Oh, I'm not telling I, you. Why is it Lindor you? trying to buy low on Lindor? I think that that could be an Isaac type move. I'm not twenty five thirty dollars fantasy. I, I could see you doing that. I'll tell you who's my second base. No, it's, though. it better be DJ. <laughs> I hope it's DJ. Okay. So I want Glaber. If that's no, yeah, yeah. Glaber's looks so. His name rhymes with Daber yeah, Doris. Fuck you. I'm putting so high for Glaber. <laughs> like fantasy's fun because I have Glaber every year. Um, I will run no, you up go, on Glaber. Go, go I know play with Urshela, so bro. That's your guy and DJ. DJ should like start you. over Glaber. I, I, but I'm gonna draft Glaber. I'll, I'll draft, draft both of them. Gallo. Fuck you. And Stan and Judge. I I'm trying to that. fill my team with the Yankees this year. It's more fun. I had a lot yeah, of Yankees. It's more fun to watch the games. Do you disagree? Yeah. Um, no, not at all. I remember you rooting for... Um, no, no. Okay, uh, guys. Thank you guys Smith. for listening. Something Smith at Yankee Stadium. When the Yankees played the Mets, he was rooting for the Mets player because he was on Dom fantasy Smith. and he was down by like Dom one home Smith. run. Dom Smith. Dom Smith. Yep. 
He was rooting for Dom Smith, and Dom Smith got a hit off Monty, and Ken was cheering. Just so, so you guys know. So don't take Frankie as your shortstop, bro. I know you like Frankie, but I, I, I my guy is actually like conflict of interest to the max. My shortstop, I want, but mm-hmm. I know no, you who don't. You have no idea who this is. My shortstop. Go go play with Corey Seager, bro. That Wait. has no conflict of interest. Have fun with IKF. Low key. It's correct. Yeah. No. See, you have no idea. Yeah, keep dreaming. Trey Turner. Trey no, Turner probably. I don't. I don't go for those. Um, I, I have one know. like super expensive guy that I'm like 100 percent trying to get. But me too. I have like I a have number a number one. one. And I'm like Easy I won't be denied, one. bro. I'm Cashman after Cole. I same. I it better not be the same I, guy. This might be the same player. Is this an easy in the NL? Yeah, bro. Stop, 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 stop. What position I'm, I'm does out. he play? Okay. Uh, as I said, what position as I does said he play? Last episode, I want to end every episode with a random question of the day. Um, today's random question comes from my brain. Um, what <laughs> What is the most random or interesting thing you have in your fridge right now? And we. That's a great go- question. So okay, I have an easy answer. I just want to tell answer. them that like, a, uh, like, like he a, lives in a college apartment with like f- three other dudes, four other dudes, and then so okay, give you. Um, right. I have a thing. Uh, I, okay, so this is needs some background. So my friend made pulled pork okay. a couple days ago, and you can't just have pulled pork on a sandwich roll. There's too much fat. Right. So I bought a cabbage oh, and I oh, cut yeah, it up yeah. and put like vinegar in it. So I made like a little like, coleslaw, but no mayo. I'm not not a big mayo yeah, yeah. coleslaw guy, right? So now we finished the pulled pork. But there's just this uh, – it's red cabbage. So there's this red vinegar sitting in the fridge in, in like a bowl, and there's barely any cabbage there. And it's just sitting there because no one wants to throw no, it out. No, put more cabbage so and I onions like in it and make the, more, more more pickles. The issue is we don't have any pulled pork. But that is probably the weirdest thing that in my fridge right weird. now, and that was easy so it's like answer, red actually. dyed vinegar. It's, uh, it's, and it's just sitting Maybe in you can send me a picture of that, and we can put it up right here. <laughs> Yo, I'd rather do it, not. Dude. Thank you, I'd guys. not. Um – Plug, guys, you guys have to watch the fucking Home and Derby videos. I don't know what you guys are doing. That's the most entertaining thing we've done here at Bleacher Boys Media, worldwide company. Also, we have another content type um, thing coming out, too, actually. I need to plug these before we go. Um, I know most of you guys aren't listening here in, like, the 50th minute or whatever, but Isaac is, um, uh, obviously, he's a club baseball player at Albany, New York, Albany University, Albany College or whatever. Um University, University at Albany. At Albany, you Albany. Um, so he's gonna vlog for us. I'm just gonna say it on air, so he has to do it now. Um, <sighs> he's gonna do a little call, uh, a day in the life of a college um, club baseball player at Albany. So we'll see what he eats. We'll see his workout regime. You know his stretching routines before the game. Um, his go-to playlist before uh, before the games on his ride to the field. We'll see all of it. And his at-bats, obviously. His errors at third, short, and second we might get a glimpse of. So I'm excited to watch that. Um, Isaac is ready. He's a little nervous because the cameras will be on him. The lights will be shining bright. There he is, the Great Danes. Um, so, yeah, we got that coming out. Uh, <laughs> that's got to screenshot that. Someone screenshot. <laughs> all right. Uh, <laughs> Alright guys, thanks There's for another listening. content video uh, <laughs> New series we came up with A couple days ago We recorded the first episode today It's called Wardle Playing Wardle with the Bleacher Boys media crew um, 
uh, everyone in our company takes a shot at this Wordle, um, or yeah, Wordle game gameplay. Just, Just us. us, worldwide company. Um, so yeah, that'll be like a five to ten minute video. Uh, it'll be a series. That's episode one. We'll keep going. Um, today's episode a little embarrassing, but you know, it's, it's the first episode, our first try. Hang, Hang in, in there with, with us, us, guys. We'll, we'll start getting better. And yeah, so there's that. Um, as for the fantasy stuff, I can't think of a way to actually get that on the ether and put it up on YouTube, but we'll definitely have a conversation about it and maybe we can FaceTime each other while we're drafting or something. So we got some reactions and funny when me and Isaac are going after the same NL player, um, that, that I think is he an outfielder? Yes, but given that there's there's oh, a lot. Would 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 he be the one that is favorite in the NL to win the no, MVP? No, oh. bro. That, there's there's a lot of good NL East outfielders. Can I just say? NL East. There's two. There's two up there. You know that are just obvious. I know. Um, I'm also. Yeah. I'm gonna just say this. I'm also going after Mike Trout this year. I think he's gonna have a huge bounce back year, and a lot of you guys, including Isaac. Aren't gonna want to pay a lot for him, you know? Like Mike Trout, I think good value right there. So I think since we're losing Isaac a little bit here and we've been rambling for a little bit, um, see you guys next episode. Thank you guys for listening. Isaac is out already. He's typing. Guy, bye guys. All right, see you guys. Thank you guys for watching no, and not. look out for the other other content that's coming up. And thanks so much. We might just post a coleslaw picture just on Instagram. But anyway, I'll see you guys later. Peace. Peace.